Welcome back to Making Sense of Money, a podcast dedicated to making financial information and topics a little bit easier to understand. I'm one of your co-hosts, Andrea Pellegrini, and we have a mini update, a very important consumer alert that we're going to talk about today, but it's going to be a little bit shorter episode. And I'm Nikki Jankola-Shanks, your other co-host. As Andrea mentioned, we had this little consumer alert that we wanted to make sure people were aware of regarding credit reports. So I'm going to ask Andrea, who I consider an expert on all things credit reports, some questions. I'm laughing because she is currently shaking her head no at me, but it's true. And so Andrea, my first question, during the pandemic, I know that there was access that people could have for their free credit reports. Now that a lot of the declarations, emergency rule, like all that stuff has ended around COVID, can people still get free credit reports? Yes. So to elaborate a little bit, during the pandemic, there was a lot of identity theft issues, especially early in the pandemic when there was a lot of fraud surrounding unemployment. There were so many people that became eligible for unemployment in a month, right? And so there was a lot of fraud around unemployment. As a result of that, and kind of in conjunction with other things that were happening during the pandemic, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax agreed to provide free access every week to pull your credit reports. They were not required. It's just something that they decided to do. It was good kind of faith effort for them to support society during this tumultuous time we were going through and so many people being impacted by fraud. So that was only supposed to be through December of 2020, but they extended it. They extended it a couple times to continue offering free weekly credit reports to consumers through Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Legally, you are only entitled to a copy of your credit report from each of these private bureaus once every 12 months. However, because you know, we've been going three years with weekly access to credit reports, in October of 2023, I believe, it was either late, like mid-September, early October, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion collectively announced they would provide permanent access to free weekly credit reports to individual consumers, which is big because we're continuing to see identity theft and fraud issues, but they are going to continue to offer that service forever, right? So anything that we produced prior to now always said, you know, up until this date, up until you know, December of 2023, now it's going to be forever, Which truthfully, I never pictured that happening, which is why we wanted to make sure that we had this episode where we specifically highlighted it. Because not only as time has gone on, there was a lot of identity theft, of course, during the pandemic, but in general, there's a lot of different fraud, scams, data hacks, etc. that have just become a part of our normal daily lives, unfortunately. So having this free weekly access is amazing. To go off that, what I was just saying about that there has been a lot of fraud and scams, et cetera, I know that sometimes there's something called a fraud alert that people could put on their credit. Can you talk about what that is, why someone would do it, and how does it work? 
Yeah, so probably the easiest way to describe a fraud alert, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has a really good statement on what a fraud alert is. It requires creditors who check your credit report to take steps to verify your identity before allowing you to open a new account or issue an additional credit card or debit card or increasing the credit limit on an existing account based on a consumer's request. So when you place a fraud alert on your credit report at any of the credit reporting companies, Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, that company must notify the other two companies. And there are two main types of fraud alerts. There's an initial fraud alert and extended fraud alert. I'm not going to go in the difference between those two, but that gives you an option, especially if you've been a victim of identity theft or fraud. And because fraud alert often gets confused with a credit freeze or security freeze, I want to explain what a credit freeze is or security freeze is. So this is When a security freeze is placed on your credit report, it prevents new creditors from accessing your credit file and anyone else from opening accounts in your name until you lift the freeze because most businesses will not open credit accounts without checking your credit report. A freeze can stop identity thieves from opening new accounts in your name. So Think about a a credit freeze or security freeze. Basically, anyone can put it up. So if you have minor children that shouldn't be like taken out a loan because they're 11, putting a security freeze on there is a good way to protect their identity while you're not constantly monitored or they're not constantly monitored. So a lot of people will do a security freeze on their minor children's account or if they just want a little more peace of mind when it comes to credit monitoring. So they're not constantly having to check their their credit. So it makes it a little bit more difficult for people to access your credit worthiness and leverage it for their nefarious deeds. So speaking of bad actors and nefarious deeds, there's also something called credit monitoring, like a credit monitoring service. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So credit monitoring is typically a service that you pay for. You can monitor your credit yourself, but when you pay for a credit monitoring service, they will alert you to things. Sometimes those credit monitoring services are ad supported. So you might see like free credit monitoring. It might be for a limited time or because your data was part of a data breach, right? Your personal information. So sometimes companies will fund credit monitoring for a certain amount of time because of that identity theft or data security breach. But essentially, you can get different levels of credit monitoring. The things that you want to compare if you're seeking this out is how long of a term is it? How reputable is the private company providing this credit monitoring service? Do they monitor all 
of your credit reports, not just one or two. So if the credit monitoring service is through Experian, they might only provide credit monitoring for activity on Experian credit reports because Experian is a, a competing company with TransUnion and Equifax. They're not going to check those other options. So you might look at a third-party service that might be a little bit more expensive, but might be a broader net cast to, to see if there are any potential inquiries that might be fraudulent or suspicious. There might be other features that you want to look at, but really just comparison shopping is the best option if that is something that you want to take advantage of, that you are willing to pay for with the availability of weekly free credit reports, this might not be as desirable for some consumers. So just keep that in mind too. That's all great information, Andrea. Thank you so much. Since we're talking about credit and this annual creditreport.com and free credit reports, when I get that free, if I go on and I pull my free credit report, that means I'm also going to get my credit score, right? This is a common misnomer that when you pull your free credit report, you'll get a free score. This is something that I think Nikki's probably heard me talk about multiple times <laughs> is there are hundreds of credit scores. So even if you were provided a score, which you're not going to be with the free credit report options through Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, it would only be one, right? And it would not necessarily be the same one that's pulled by a lender or a leasing agent or an insurance company. So what's most important when you're pulling your credit reports is to make sure that the information on those reports are accurate. So no matter which credit score is calculated, it's an accurate representation of your credit worthiness. I know we mentioned that during the COVID-19 pandemic and things like that, there was a lot of fraud, which is how this whole thing with the credit reports got started. I know that both you and I in the past have talked about credit reporting as it related to student loans in particular. Can you just remind our listeners about what happened and why this may be a good thing for all student loan borrowers to take advantage of? So federal student loans in particular, there was a lot of servicer changes, right? There's still some servicer changes going on. And so there was data that was replicated from multiple servicers on the same credit report. So it would look like when you pulled your credit report, you owed twice as much on your student loans than you actually did because it was in multiple places. So that's just a matter of submitting documentation to prove that it was a transfer. You can alert both the credit bureau that you're seeing this on their report. And you can also reach out to your servicer and say, hey, we need to get this resolved. So that's one thing. There was also, with all the changes, federal student loans, one of the big changes was any defaulted student loans were wiped from credit reports. Usually if you default on a federal student loans, it stays on your credit report indefinitely. It's not like another type of delinquency or default on other types of loans. It's, it's unique in that way. So the fact that all the defaults should be wiped 
from credit reports is pretty big for a lot of consumers. So double checking that that actually went through and seeing what is necessary for if you defaulted to get that taken off of your credit report as of, you know, pre-pandemic, that is very good for your long-term credit history and well-being. Thank you, Andrea, for highlighting that issue. And I have to echo that I really think that student loan bar, I really feel like everybody should, of course, look at their credit report. I am, it's an important part of being aware of your financial health. But in particular, if you have a federal student loan, I would suggest just because there was so much uproar and changes and, and everything, it, it, I would strongly urge everybody to just pull it and check it if you have it. So this was a very short episode because as, as we said at the beginning, we just wanted to make sure that we drew your attention to this really cool revelation that we will always have access to these weekly free credit reports. So we hope everybody takes advantage of it. As always, thank you so much for joining us today. And remember to like, subscribe, and share Making Sense of Money. We'll talk to you next time.